0: Live from Estopan All-In, it's the Bamos Morados podcast, powered by the state of Louisville. Welcome everyone to the Bamos Morados podcast on the state of Louisville podcast network. I am your host, Zach.
1: And I'm Benton
0: have the pleasure of being joined this week by Racing Louisville midfielder Jordan Baggett. Jordan, welcome to the show.
2: Thanks. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Jordan,
0: we've been uh, so we've been we've been trying to start the show out by sharing one thing we were interested in this week outside of soccer. So like podcast or TV show. I'll make Bitten start off first. Benton, what what are you into this week?
1: I, I have a good one. This week I'm into jet skis. So I spent the, uh, I know, it sounds right. I spent this past weekend in South Carolina, like we flew out like Friday evening. I came back like super late on, on Sunday. My, my wife's aunt and uncle moved out to South Carolina. Got a really nice house on a lake, boat and jet skis, all those amenities. I'm not a very aquatic person. I have, I have bad ears and, and anytime I get water in them, I might get horrible ear infections. So I generally steer clear of the water, but I'm like, ah, you know, this like, doing a jet ski i think i could do that and not really have to worry about anything i don't really have to like, actually get in the water and actually driven one before i rode on when i was like a kid like maybe when i was like eight or something like that i don't i don't really remember it all that well but um man i had a blast cruising around on that thing i was kind of a little worried like oh man i'm gonna flip this over it's gonna like but no they're like super stable and mine only topped out like 35 miles per hour but like that's see, that's like really fast when you're kind of like in the open air flying along. So I don't know. I had a good old time doing that. So I'm a big jet ski person now.
0: You do, do you do a bunch of donuts? Do you, do you do some sweet figure eights? I did
1: do some little like donuts. I just kind of cranked it, the thing all the way to the side and just kept it going around. I was,
0: now, I was, I was, OK, so I I'm not I'm much. not a water person. So me neither. Yeah. Now, jet ski, is that the one that's like a four wheeler on the water that you're sitting on the yeah. seat? Or is that the one that's like a scooter where you stand up on it?
1: Uh, it's like the like the the four-wheel one you can't kind of stand okay. up on it but i was mostly sitting down
0: okay again yeah
1: it was a lot of fun it was really my my first encounter riding one on myself and uh yeah i get it ton of fun but uh yeah we also hung out like on a boat and stuff and they had like a infinity pool we were hanging around it was just uh it was a good old time but uh yeah it was fun so zach what about you what are you into
0: Okay, so I think you're gonna I think you're gonna appreciate this one because this is veering into bitten territory. So there's a there's a podcast I really enjoy called Behind the Bastards that uh, each week they they do like a little deep dive into the personal history of like the worst people in the world. So it's usually like Hitler and Saddam Hussein stuff like that. Uh, but they recently did a six part series. On Vince McMahon, the 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 owner of the uh, I guess it used to be the WWF. It's changed names a bunch of times. Uh, but the first couple episodes were mostly just like a history of professional wrestling, uh, and then like the last couple were actually like sort of the biography of Vince McMahon. But it was wild, man. There are a lot of crazy wrestling stories to tell. <laughs> The behind the, rest- the scenes it's insane
1: the wrestling world particularly like in the 80s and early 90s is just absolutely batshit insane and Vince McMahon oh. is a horrible person
0: yeah I mean he's absolutely terrible I I would there were a lot more deaths than I was expecting uh <laughs> that he is tied to but even before the Vince McMahon stuff just like the the 40s and 60s like early wrestling day stuff it was still wild like everyone involved in wrestling is a complete psychopath so that I, was uh <laughs> if you if you don't listen to that podcast i think you would really enjoy just that six-part series
1: i need to because yeah i didn't know it was that wild like like way before that but um i already like it's one of the things i heard about that series i'm like all right i already know vince sucks like i've like i've heard and seen a lot but now now i'm interested now i'm like oh there's probably more stuff i don't know about this asshole
0: yeah the early episodes are like kind of fun crazy and then when you get to the actual Vince McMahon stuff it it just gets really depressing it's it's a lot less fun but yeah definitely those first few episodes are fun just history wrestling stuff all right we've blabbed enough Uh, jordan are, are you into anything are there any like movies or tv shows if anything kept you interesting this week
2: um let me think this one's a little random but since being here my husband and I have been really into finding the best dessert spots <laughs> and so we've tried out a couple And uh nighttime he'll kind of go on his phone when we're winding down and look up different spots and we kind of have like a a list of orders of like the next dessert spots we're going to go but um i told him i was like we gotta ease in like can't do this every night you know like once <laughs> a week otherwise <laughs> it's gonna go a little overboard
1: <laughs> but you're a professional athlete you're burning off calories like at a crazy rate you can afford it right
2: yeah yeah i i don't know i still want to be able to be performing i don't know because i think uh the other thing is like portion control you know um yeah. and so we tend to go and get donuts, and instead of just getting one each, we'll get a dozen. So I'm like, okay, we're gonna do it like that. It is sporadic, not every night. Now, <laughs> Have you
0: been went to the the donut place on Market Street yet? Oh gosh, I, I feel bad. Cause I just I blanked on the name. Uh, um,
2: I'm still figuring out my way around. I think I know where Market Street is. It's near uh, the stadium. It's near
0: the stadium.
2: Probably the closest
0: donut place. Oh, to um, five, oh, Donuts.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. It just came to my mind. I'm a like, picture in the building. The Big yellow or
0: not big, it's a yellow building walking distance from the stadium. It, it's great if you haven't been there yet. Wait, High five. what is it called? High
2: five, High five donuts. donuts. No way, I thought it wasn't open yet. That's one of our to do places. Oh, that was like not the top sure rated donut yet. shop. No, when it's, we were looking it's been them open up. for
1: a while. It is. I, I thought, the, yeah, I went there
2: like two years something. ago. Yeah, there's also, yeah. A okay.
0: lot. we'll have to Clipton go. Donuts is pretty good.
2: That one, yeah, that
0: one's near so our Katie
2: house. actually katie katie lund uh when we get shout outs the next day brings in clifton donuts for the team
0: that's better than
1: bagels
2: pretty cool huh i know
1: what what have been some of your favorite places and what are some places Um, on your list that you want to hit soon
2: i feel like my favorite place so far has been jeff's donuts um which was highly recommended by abby and carson on my team and Lived up to the hype. Um, that's probably been my favorite. We've tried a couple other spots. We haven't tried the Louisville cream yet, the ice cream shot. They're ours, that we haven't been able to hit. So um, my my family's coming in town this weekend, so we're hoping maybe this weekend we can try it. <laughs> what else is on our list? Sugar and Spice is a donut shop that's on our list. Oh. Um, and then I think it might be a chain, but so many people have talked to me about it. Grater's ice cream. Yeah, Grater's is good haven't well, been it's there yet, like a yet, regional chain. only amazing things. It's a chain, okay. but it's like,
0: I think they're all mostly it's, in this. It's Cincinnati based. Yeah.
2: Okay. Well, what do you think? Do we need to add something or what, what does our ah, list look like? Good, bad? But, so
0: please and thank you is a coffee shop and they have really, really good cookies.
2: Okay. So, we, uh, we tried those. We already hit that yeah. up. We had like a little cookie Sunday party and it they were so good.
0: They're great. Yeah. And Their chocolate chip like- is the best. It sounds
1: like you're particularly a, a donut connoisseur. Um, there's a place uh, near the mall. It's called like Duck Donuts.
2: Oh, I'm they sure had that it. where I've tried those before. They're really good. Oh, is that is that um, a chain? I, I also like all donuts. So I'm like less picky. My, my <laughs> husband really likes donuts. So he's able to like really know when they're like. Mm. he said uh jeff's donuts are in his top three and coming uh, from him was like wow those are really really good then
0: and then it's more of a bakery but blue dog bakery has a lot of good like pastries Ooh, I got to check that out. Thanks.
1: Hey, No problem. Yeah, I don't feel like I was up to speed on, on that sweet sort of places. But uh, but after this, we'll throw something out on Twitter and we'll get some more recommendations for you. We'll fill up that list so you guys have a nice, like, healthy repertoire to work through.
2: Awesome. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> all, all right.
0: right. So we, we got dessert out of the way early. Do you want to do you want to eat our vegetables and go over this very boring Louisville City game? <laughs> Yeah, I was going
1: to say you're going to sour my palate with this uh, Hartford <laughs> match. Yeah, we'll go through. I mean, we'll go through it quick, but like, what is there to say that hasn't been said already? You know, like yeah,
0: it's kind of the story of the last couple weeks of the season.
1: Nothing new to the overall story of their season with this one. Oh, I got a little dog We're trying to get up here. Sorry, and <laughs> leave her hanging. All right, so Hartford Louisville City nil nil draw. Zero shots on target. Like that that kind of summarizes it. Like I get that Hartford like was playing very much like a park the bus sort of strategy, but I mean it sucks, but it worked for them. I mean, they got a point out of it. We we kept our clean sheet. Honestly, they they still did create there there were like two like, really scary moments in that one. And I thought Semmel did did really good. Other than that, there wasn't like a ton happening. Like
0: I thought. Hopeno made a couple things happen but they're yeah, I'm, Hartford's entire attacking strategy seemed to be, they were like a they seem they, they kind of reminded me of like a a peewee soccer team where it, it was just like hoof the ball up to Hopeno and, and then let him make something happen
1: I mean it got him a point against us we're supposed yeah. to be good right I mean I'm the defensive side's fine like we you know we gave up a few chances like that's just gonna Defense happen Defense has been but- great yeah, I'm so I'm not worried about that. I'm not going to waste any breath on it. Our defenders all oh, did like really fine in this one, but like it's the attack, man. I mean, that's been the story of the season. Like we have so much talent on this team, but to register zero shots on target against the bottom of the East, Hartford. I mean, again, despite what the strategy, the type of soccer that they're trying to play, you, you'd think we'd have the quality to, I don't know, get a few shots on target. I mean, it's a frustrating well, it's match. It's not
0: really, it's not even just a, a finishing thing they're just like not creating as many chances as they have in the past the yeah you know it, it's not cuz i think usually i think you want to say like oh we just got to like finish our chances but I, I don't think that's really been the problem they've just not been really getting the chances it's more creating yeah. the opportunities that's been the issue so there, that's a, i think was- that's a little harder to fix
1: there was one that comes to mind it was when Matidi got the ball later in the match he was based, he was like wide open and then he just hoofs it like 9 miles above the goal like I don't say this often because I'm a horrible soccer player but like I think I could have done better with that shot.
0: Um okay I just uh, I just played soccer with you like <laughs> last night and I I would like to interject to say no you could not have done better. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I probably would have missed the ball. You're right. But still the point, the point standing, like, (laughs) like, man, it just, that, that one, that one hurt to watch, but like, even if he did get that one like on target or whatnot, like how much better do do we
0: feel? It's one of the things about not having a lot of chances in a game is when you do get a good opportunity like that. I think, like, I think it makes you more nervous on the finish when like you, you only get a couple chances and that's, that's yeah. You know, That's how you can sky them and things. I I think when you're, when you feel like, oh, like we're going to getting opportunities, I think you can play a lot more loose up top, but.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. It just goes back to, we, we, we got to figure out this whole attacking situation. We got to be able to create chances and and score goals. Like you just like look at any of our averages. We're, we're pretty solidly in the, in the bottom half, but somehow we're still what? Like third in the East. I mean, it's honestly uh, pretty I think fortunate. Fourth, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I th- yeah, I think there's some ties with goal differentials and whatnot, but it's just, I don't know, it's a precarious situation. Yeah. We still have plenty of time to recover, but this, this doesn't hurt our ult- This doesn't help our ultimate goal of winning the regular season. You know, yeah. winning that title. Like this, just it really hurts his hopes. I'm not really concerned about the long term. Like I think, th- you know, they'll still make the playoffs. But they got to get it together, hopefully sooner than later. So,
0: yeah, I think it's the curse of the success that they've had in the past, right? I think you just sort of expect because they've always been at or right or fighting for the top of the table. That's just kind of what you expect every year. So, like, They're doing just fine this year, but it's not not as good as sort of the standard they've set for themselves in the past. Well,
1: I think what makes it particularly tough is this is basically the same team from last year. It's not like there's a bunch of changes to this roster where we're still figuring out what we're working with here. Like, it's pretty much the same exact team, and that same exact team absolutely killed it last season. Like, one of probably the best of all time. I will will continue to beat that dead horse. Um, But I don't know. They got. They got. They got to, they got to figure it out. They got to work on it, and um, and I'm hoping maybe this weekend against Memphis it can be an absolute beatdown, like a get-right game, like four-nil or something. Wouldn't that be fun?
0: We can hope that every game. All <laughs> right, Ben, you want to get on to the? I mean, another I draw on the road, but I think a much more fun draw on the road. And I think yeah. probably I feel a lot better about the the racing result this week. I want. Yeah, I want to
1: move on for Harford. Let's talk about Washington. Let's bring Jordan more into this conversation because I want to hear the game from, from her perspective. So I guess, Jordan, did you want to start off and just kind of share your overall thoughts on the game, how it went? Sure.
2: Um, I, I was so proud of our team and and the effort we put, um, obviously to go down to, to 10 players, um, that's tough, but to do so for about 20 minutes, um, and to, to be strong on defense, not concede. Um, I was really proud of the effort we put in and, um, wish we could have gotten the, the three points but I mean uh over the what was it four out of six points on the three days play Wednesday play Saturday both away um really proud of the team and uh and now we had day off got back into uh training today and we're just really excited to respond this weekend um at home against San Diego is
0: nope. it nice to finally have a, a week <laughs> a weekday off <laughs> In, on the wednesday it's it's a tight schedule this like upcoming month for you guys
2: yeah it's a total grind um but our team um just start fighting our work ethic day in day out no matter what if we have a game or not we're giving everything out um at training or in games so i'm um, just really proud of the group and and it's definitely really nice to be home um there there's a huge advantage to being home, being in front of our crowd and, and just even sleeping in your own bed, you know? So um excited to have that stint at home and uh, also just the depth of our team. Um, there's been a lot of kind of circulation with players and whatnot, managing loads and to still continue to get results and to play good soccer. Um, I'm just really proud and just, I think speaks to the talent yeah, on the, our team. I think the depth has
0: been a really big deal this season,
2: especially like um, the team has
0: been, I mean, the coach, I think makes it known that he likes to press a lot and that that like is hard on your attacking players and to have the depth that the team has this season, I think really helps like the, the forwards and uh, you guys in the midfield can like really work hard in the press knowing that like, there's a whole other wave of attackers ready to come on in like the sixtieth, seventieth minute. Um, so really helped the team stylistically to, to be so. Oh, definitely. And
2: then you get the press right; it's less running because you just win it back right away and could go score. So win-win all around.
1: <laughs> now, uh, Jordan, correct me if all I'm all four, four less running. running. Correct me if I'm wrong. The uh, the spirit that was the the club you came from previously, correct?
2: Yeah, it was. It was uh it. I wasn't sure what it would be like going back to um, my old team. Cause they're just some of my best friends and I'd been there. I'd started my professional career there. So um, I have a lot of good memories. And so, but um, it was pretty cool. Like going back, I, I was just excited to see everyone. I'm just so happy with um, where I am here and, and being a part of this team. And, and so really, I didn't have any sort of hesitance going back. It was more just excited to see my teammates and, and selfishly, I really wanted to win that game. (laughs) So that's a little bit of a bummer, but Hey, we got one point and we fought hard. So, um, it was fun to see my old teammates and, and to, um, give them hugs and to, uh, walk away with one point.
0: My metric for a a draw is always like, how does the other team feel about this draw? And and I'm all. always happy if if the other team is more disappointed <laughs> so I feel like I feel like Washington is probably mad to to not get three points at home there so I'm very happy with that that result
2: for I us. know I mean they did have a man up for what 20 minutes or so and so to limit them to the chances they did have uh just speaks to to the resilience of our team
1: I think I heard some boos or at least some unhappy noises from, uh, from the stands after that one. So that's definitely for us a, uh, a draw that feels like a win. Definitely. Look at the uh, the stats of the game. Yeah. I mean, XG wise. Dang. They had 2.66 to our 1.32. Jordan, I'm going to need you to text uh, Trinity next time we play them. Tell her that she needs to take a match off, like rest her legs. It's a long season. Take care of yourself, girl. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> i did tell her I, I i tried to say something before the game but i mean clearly didn't work she she had a great game against us yeah
1: she's she's good
2: <laughs> how
0: um how yeah. does the team try to prep against a player like that because i mean like she she is like electric every time I, she is always going to be tough for the opposing team defensively like what what sort of things do you guys try to work in in the practice to prepare going up against talents like that? Cause in the NWSL, there are lots of <laughs> very, very good players like her that you have to prep for.
2: Oh yeah. Trent is, a Tren is the beast. She's so dynamic and um, so impactful and dangerous. So I think just being aware of where she was, um, was important for us. And then just understanding that, um, spirit as well as wave, so it it carries over into this week they're more of a direct team they're gonna get it and they're gonna look to get behind us and so um being aware of that and trying to have that uh, uh like even when we're attacking um prepping for the defensive shape and making sure we're we're in good positions to to kill the counter and then i think that's when our press comes in and needs is in so important right like you if you can stop them at source, then you end the chase at the end. Cause you don't, you don't want to go into a 50, 50 running race with Trinity. She's fast as heck. So as we um, saw, <laughs> yeah. And so uh, they got us on that one, but um, I thought overall we did a great job with that and, and moving forward into this week, it's also gonna um, be important for us. And then at the core of all of it, it's important to be mindful of those players, but uh, y- we want to play our style. Um, we're a dangerous team. We're an effective team, and we we play good soccer. And so, um, not forgetting who we were was really important going into that game, and as well as this weekend.
0: Yeah, I'd I'd like to. I want to really shout out Lauren Malay. I thought because I mean Rodman had a good game, but I thought Malay did a very very good job defending her whenever Rodman was anywhere near her. I think she she really worked in that game. Oh yeah, yeah. Huge and shout out. And this. I think that
2: was her third straight 90 minute game within a week. <sighs> so, um, funny, She's my a machine. mom, my mom was at the game and she was like, I think Lauren's my favorite player and, and maybe even more than me. And I said, you know what, mom, that's totally fine. She's mine too.
1: It <laughs> <laughs> reminds me how I'll, jo- I'll joke with my, uh, my family. I'll tell my parents that they like my wife more than they like me. <laughs> but, um, One thing I did want to ask about is that, um, is going down early. How, if at all, did that change the mentality of the team? I mean, you guys get scored on like three minutes in like that's gotta, you know, that doesn't, that doesn't feel good. Did that, I mean, how did that alter things?
2: Um, I think, I think we knew that they were going to come out and they're going to come out fast and hard at us. And so, um, them I mean we had a chance right before that right like I thought we really did start on our front foot and they got one one ball behind goal and and that's the danger and an impact of Trinity Rodman on your team um but I was really proud of our team I I thought that um we maybe weren't as clean as we wanted to be initially in the first half after that, it kind of shocked us a little bit and we had to get ourselves into the game. Um, But it just speaks volumes to our mentality. And, and again, just our resiliency, right? Like, I don't think we were ever like, oh my gosh, you know, like scared or whatnot. It was this belief that we all have, that we can come back, we can win games. Um, and even when we're a player down, we can win games. You see Timby just sprinting the goal every time she gets it, you know? And so um, that's what makes us special. And I think that's what's really going to um, help us in, in, in the end of this season or mid-season to the end to make that push to, to make playoffs. It's been so fun watching Timby, like – get back into game shape and play more and more minutes
0: each game. Cause she hustles. out
2: there. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, you should see her at training and some of the stuff she does. She's an incredible player. So I'm just so, so happy to to have her back and have her available in games.
1: Wow. One thing about this, this draw for me is that, um, it's the kind of game that I don't think the te- the team has won in the past. I think it really shows the testament of the growth of the team and and what we've put together this season. So I mean, ultimately, going out there and and getting a point on the road like that a, a gutsy point. I'm not, frankly I'm pretty I'm am you know I'm pretty pleased with it as far as draws go, with how how yeah. things transpired. Yeah, I mean, not so, happy
2: about it. Like yeah. want to come away with the three points, but. Uh, you know what, we'll use that as fuel to the fire and, and just have that extra little push going into the game on Friday. That's actually a
0: pretty great transition into... So what, what are your thoughts on this, this upcoming uh, matchup? We play the Wave on Friday. Uh, does that does that affect your... I mean, you've, you've been playing three games a week. So, uh, but th- does it affect your schedule having like a Friday game instead of a Saturday game?
2: Uh, I don't think so at all. I think honestly, after the three game week, being able to have a day off and and kind of at home to rest and and almost just disconnect because um, physically it's exhausting, but also emotionally and mentally. So to have that day off and to be with your family or what what not, and just kind of rest. Um, we came back in and and we're recharged. You know, we're ready to go. And so. Um, I think that Friday, Saturday, no difference going into the game. Um, we're just excited to have another opportunity and, and, and to play at home in front of our fans. Um, it just really is such an advantage and, and we just love it. And so um, hopefully pack pack Lynn stadium, Lynn fam yeah. stadium. Um, but uh, yeah. And, and again, like style of play, I think wave is, is pretty similar to, to spirit. So we kind of had a test run last week. Um, so we we know what we're going up against and we're just excited for the challenge and the opportunity to to kind of get back on the right path and start winning games. So I think that's really where our focus goes. We want to start getting points. Um we've proven that we can we can play in this league that we're really good. Um now we want to show it in our scores and, and getting those three points.
1: Now has your family made it out to a game at Lynn Family Stadium yet?
2: Um my, my in-laws have, it was really fun. Um, they actually were able to make it and they got some baggage jerseys and we a picture of all of us, um, uh, with, uh, with bagging on our back. And then, um, part of my family is coming this weekend. And then the rest of my family is coming the weekend after. So, um, it will be really fun. I'm excited for them to see it and, and just to be in Louisville and show them around. So it, we're, I'm really looking forward to that.
1: Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. Um, I guess a good segue where we can uh, ch- ch- chat a little bit more about uh, you on, on and off the pitch. Um, how have you been enjoying that kind of Louisville overall? I mean, it's uh, you know, you're going from, from the DC area to, to Louisville. It's, uh, but how much did you know about this area before coming here?
2: I really didn't know a lot. I played, I've kind of had a couple of injuries. So, and, and the team's were relatively new. So I'd only really been in the area, I think twice, maybe, um, and, and at that, you kind of stay at the same hotel, you don't really explore or anything. Um, but one of my best friends is Paige Monahan who has been here since the start of season. And so, um, and then as well as Katie Lund, um, she was my tennis partner at spirit. So we stayed in contact. So, um, just as soon as it all happened to, to hear them and just how happy they were here. And they're like, you're gonna love it. Tell me all these different spots. And then um, now being here, and my husband, and my dog are here. So we're having a lot of fun just exploring. Um, we've, we really like it. We we're so enjoying ourselves, um, finding new dessert spots, and finding new <laughs> dinner spots. And um, even just, just walking around, we joke around we're like, yeah, you want to walk to a different state today? Okay, let's do it. Cause you can go on the bridge. <laughs> uh, so I don't really think we've even touched the surface of like exploring the whole area, but, um, the beauty is Louisville is a small enough area that you can kind of create a community, but big enough that there's always something you can do. So we are having so much fun. That's
0: a, that's a it's really mid-sized. great way of It's like it. solidly mid-sized city.
2: Oh, yeah it's perfect we we are really enjoying it
1: now we uh, we were talking about desserts and stuff before but what have been some of your favorite like non-dessert spots i don't know are you a big coffee drinker like the rest of them or are there other restaurants you've really kind of uh, fell in love with or maybe not there even are so led. many
2: coffee shops around here um that's like another thing that my husband really likes he likes to try all the different coffee shops um so every day when I come home from training he he's rehabbing an injury and so on his way home for PT he'll go to a different coffee shop every day and I think um shoot I don't even know what they're called I'm spoiled because he brings them back I'm like oh I really like that one and then I can tell when it's the same one but I'm clearly not a coffee snob um but you know actually my my first day like I had been traded and then I think I came out a day and a half later and the team, they're like, Hey, let's go to this coffee shop that we always go to to watch soccer games or something. Um, we went to pregame and he was so nice to me and just made me feel so welcomed. And I think that's just largely how I felt with everyone in this community, um, from the club and just, I mean, I I moved here and I think I, I drove a huge U-Haul from D.C. Uh, I felt sick doing it. Yeah, I, it was I cool. Have, but I have got made in that at drive. Like it is, is a long drive. Yeah, yeah. It was a lot. It was longer than I thought. I was like, oh, you know, you're going to get here at seven. And then slowly it turns into eight and then nine and then ten. And you're like, I'm not even stopping. Like, oh, that's what happens when you have a U-Haul. You got to go slow. Um, and I hate when people pass me. I was like, I've never been passed so much. But safe, you know, that's all that matters. Uh but I get here and like our GM Ryan and his wife and and our and Caitlin and Sarah, like all the staff members and teammates are here to help me unload all my stuff. And I didn't have a car for a little bit and everyone's just offering and so happy to pick me up and drop me off places or whatnot. So um we've just been so welcomed and it has meant so much to us and and we're just so grateful. So Yeah. You mentioned the trade.
0: I'm kind of curious, like from your perspective, what what is it like going through that? I mean, how did you know ahead of time or did you sort of find out when we did like how how did that go down?
2: Oh, yeah. I didn't really know how trades worked. Um, That was my first trade, too. So uh, I was kind of learning as it was all going. But um, I really feel like the Lord had just kind of closed the door for me and DC. And so, um, just like my agent had kind of talked back and forth with me about other opportunities and had mentioned Louisville to me. Um, and I was really excited about it, but didn't know what quite would happen. And then I get a call the next day and it's like, Hey, you've been traded. I'm like, okay, cool. It happens a lot <laughs> faster than I realized. Um, so it was great. It happened pretty quick. And so, um, I just, they were really nice though, because I had been living in DC for I don't know, four, four and a half years. So you just kind of accumulate a lot of stuff and I had never moved. So um, it was really humbling to know how much stuff I had and how hard moving is. I was like, next time I'm going to get movers. But um, my husband and I did it ourselves. So I came out to Louisville for, uh, I don't know, maybe five days, came back to DC and they gave me a couple of days to kind of pack everything up. And then, and then I headed out with the U-Haul.
0: Yeah, we we moved to a new house. I mean, we stayed in town, but moved to a new house last year. And we still have (laughs) stacks of boxes that we've not opened since the move in the basement. Oh,
2: my gosh. I don't. I understand that completely now. (laughs) Don't blame you. I, I, Truthfully, I am on my phone right now for Zoom because I still don't know where my computer charger is. (laughs) It's in a box somewhere that I can't find.
0: (laughs) I have so many things that I've had to purchase that I know... There's there's already another one in a box in the basement somewhere, and I just couldn't find it. And I had to pull the trigger.
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm right there with you.
1: Now, what's it like joining a new locker room? And now, obviously, you knew just a, a few of the girls, but the vast majority. I mean, you're you're meeting for the first time and you're kind of mid-season too. So it's not like this big runway of like a preseason to to get acquainted with everybody. What's that like? And, and how has it been working with your new team?
2: Yeah, I wasn't sure. Um, because I had never really been traded. I was a little nervous, but I mean, I I got my first day here, everyone comes up to me. Hi, welcome, welcome. And and that's where I just can't say enough good things about the girls. Um, just you see what they can produce and their talent on the field, but just their character and who they are off the field. Um, I would like seriously call uh racing like a family it's a family everyone cares about you they care about you first um as a person and then a player you know and so they're here to just really help you in any way they can and and i don't have a car everyone's offering to take me different places they're just kind of checking in making sure um i'm okay i had a group uh kayla jalen and and Katie and Paige were coming over and and I hadn't really unpacked. And they're like, we're coming over tomorrow to help you unpack. We're going to just <laughs> do this with you, you know? Um, so uh, I just, yeah, they've been so awesome. And, and any nerves I had about it were just put aside the second I walked in and just was out welcomed with open arms.
1: I'm glad that there is opening welcome is friendly, as friendly it, as it seems from the outside that you have this inside perspective that it's it's very much like that. I I like that. We have a very uh, good thing going with the cohesion of our team. It makes it a lot of fun.
0: Definitely. Everyone on the field definitely seems like they're having fun together. So
2: I think that's why I think when off the field, it like everyone genuinely likes each other and cares for each other. It then shows in your play on the field. Um, Girls trust each other. um, They just have each other's backs and, and we're all in it together. You know, it's not one person individually. It's, collectively as a, as a team, we'll, we're going to win. And we're going to fight till the end.
1: Now, Jordan, I want to, I want to go backwards a bit. I want to hear about where you're from your kind of history with soccer. And then um, it's also my understanding that you're a part of a pretty, uh, pretty dominant collegiate uh, program. So can you, can you walk me through all that?
2: Go card. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was born and raised in Colorado. I grew up playing for the Colorado rush. Yeah. Um, like Lindsay Horan played for the same club. She's a couple years older than me, so it was uh, really special and inspiring to to grow up and to just be around her and 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 whatnot. So um, that was awesome. And then from there, went to play at Stanford. Um, had an awesome four years. We got one national championship. Wish we had three more, but that's OK. Um, <laughs> I'll take the one. <laughs> um, but those are some of my, my favorite memories. Um, and those people are some of the closest people in my life. So i um, really grateful for that time. I Actually, my husband lived across the hall from me my freshman year. So um, met him there. <laughs> All Worked out. Uh, so. Yeah. Just really grateful for, for that experience in those four years. And I think also just in my professional playing career, I think um, going to Stanford and the talent we had there um, just really helped to develop me into um, to playing at the next level into who I, I am now.
1: When did you know you went the... to play soccer professionally?
2: Um, I think again, like growing up with Lindsay and there were some other girls at the Colorado rush who were playing professionally. Um, I, uh, in, in the support of my family, like I always, I always thought it was a possibility. I never like, didn't know about it, um, which is a huge privilege. And so I, since I can remember, I always wanted to be a professional soccer player and I had so much support in my community. Um, and I had players, um, that were in my same shoes years before doing it. So, um, Yeah. It and it it worked out and and I'm just so grateful for it and I think that's also why um, I just have this huge heart for for the youth and and kind of paying it back you know um, there are so many people in in my life who just were constant and just um, really poured into me and so that's kind of what I'm interested in and 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 passionate about and want to do um, and kind of get involved in in this community here.
0: Yeah, is it is it nice being? I, I don't know. I don't know what the Academy system at Washington uh, was like, but it, it has, it been they nice. like, Yeah. Has it been nice being here with the Academy? I mean, they're at the same practice field as you yeah, guys. I think like it's what, incredible. what has that been like?
2: I'm honestly still a little, still, I'm still a little new. Um, and I feel like I'm still kind of like, getting the lay of the land. So I, I haven't gotten, I haven't really had much involvement with it yet, but that's something that um, I'm really looking forward to and a goal of mine for this summer. I actually have a, one of my childhood best friends, um, Serena. she, she lived here like coincidentally her husband was um in PT school I think or PA school out here and so um she lived here and and she had played collegiate soccer so she was actually coaching within the academy system so um when I had gone traded she made all these calls and in first day people are like oh yeah Sabrina already told me about you I'm like oh my gosh what a small world so um pretty cool and just uh it's a Clearly a tight knit community. Um, And I think that's really cool for the youth players to to be able to have that access to and kind of what I had said, see people older who have kind of gone through the same path. I think that's an awesome um, opportunity for them and just overall a great situation to be a part of.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm super thrilled with what we have here. We we talked about before Zach and I. We play in a, a soccer league together, and it's at the at the training grounds on those turf fields. Oh, no yeah, <laughs> yeah, and we play on Monday nights. And beforehand, it's all the like all all the academy kids are playing on the field. And just seeing all these boys and girls just playing, like filling up all the fields, like playing within this like professional environment. And now they have this like pathway to professional play, like. Something that didn't exist only a few years ago. It's just, it's just so cool to see, like, the number of people involved with it and the opportunities that they now have. And then, you know, you see on social media occasionally where, where players from both racing and Louisville City will, will interact with the team sometimes. And I sometimes some of the, the older, more talented players might get an opportunity to train with these first teams. Like, I, I'm, just, I'm just super excited about what, like, what in the long term this, this academy system is going to do for the growth of the game in this area.
2: Yeah, I totally agree. I think um, whoever's kind of the mastermind behind it all has a has a great mindset and great attitude. And I like the direction they're going.
0: Yeah. Maybe really I cool. need to
2: come to your guys's game Monday nights. Is that what you said?
0: Yeah, it's yeah. ugly. I mean, if you want to see some bad <laughs> soccer, you should come to our over 30 Monday nights league. I might
2: have to. <laughs> oh,
1: It's embarrassing, but hey, it's exercise, right? I have my days. We keep trying the, to figure out
0: how to sneak players on to our, our over 30 Monday Night League when we have them on. our guests. team's
1: so bad, they'll let us play with whoever.
0: I think, we, I think even if we grabbed a, <laughs> a player think, from Racing or Louisville City, we'd still struggle.
1: I think we've asked every one of our guests if they, if they want to play with us.
0: Like open invite. We need, <laughs> we need
1: help. We're really bad. <laughs> Jordan, if you need some extra reps in, like come out and score like 10 goals on the other team for us. That'd be great.
0: You mentioned playing at Sanford. I was kind of curious, like, what the what the transition to playing professionally is like, coming coming from like such a good college team and a dominant team in college like that, uh, to like transitioning to a league like the NWSL, where I, I think all of the teams are very close to each other. I feel like it's very, very evenly matched. You mentioned that playing with all the good players at Sanford, you felt like, like prepared you for the league, but what, what was that transition like?
2: Yeah, good question. Um, I think speed of play wise, um, because of the talent that we had at Stanford that I was able to adjust really quickly to what the speed of play was here. Um, I think the biggest jump for me personally was probably the athleticism of the league. Um, and that in college, you're going against girls. I don't know, maybe four years older than you. Um, but now you're going against girls who, could be 10 plus years older than you that have just been able to um just I mean, playing as soccer's their career, they've been investing in their bodies and um their power, their strength, you know, all of that for years now. And and I had kind of been doing it, but at the same time in college, you're also going to class, you know, it's not as solely focused on that. So that was a big jump for me. And then um at stanford like you had said we we didn't have to defend a lot and so i think (laughs) then coming into the league i remember the first month or so um my coach just harping on me about how i always needed to get back to defend he's like you can't just kind of run wherever because you got to be in your structure for defensively i'm like what you want me to run back and forth all game long he's like yeah i'm like you know, usually you could just kind of stay up here and create, (laughs) um, that was a little bit of an adjustment. Um, but it was a good, it was a good, uh, both of those, um, learning to be successful given those obstacles. I think, uh, it was just a really good challenge for me. And I mean, it's obviously something that you continue to work on daily and I've had some injuries. So the, especially like kind of the, the athletic part of the league, when you've been away for so long, like that's something that I have like really honed in and want to continue to, to develop and get better at in my game. Well, I know
1: previously you had some sort of, uh, injury when you were with the spirit, correct. Um, and and if so, why, what, what, um, what was the injury? I'm not too familiar with that situation.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Um, it was like a never ending injury, uh, kidding. It did have an ending. I am feeling great. I'm healthy now. And so, um, really racing has just been such a fresh start and, and I'm so grateful for it, but I, in 2020, I tore my hip labrum. I had surgery for that. And then. Um, I, my rehab got a little, I didn't come back from that. I, my rehab got mismanaged and I ended up partially tearing my hamstring tendon at the insertion. Um, so what's that? I was like four months back, had hurt my hamstring, kind of misled for a couple months. Um, then I don't know by that summer. So that ended up being like a year, a year and a half. And then I was back coming back from that feeling really good. And that's when. Um I don't know if y'all were watching the game it was the Challenge Cup um but I was the girl that had that freak head injury that kind of hit her head and and all that so I um, do remember that I forgot that that was yeah, you Yeah 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 that was me oh. <laughs> Um really I had such an outpouring of of support from all the players in the league and and teams but even just all the fans So um really a freak accident but um, just the Lord has been had to stand over me through it all. So I was able to rehab and recover from that. I kind of I got post I had post-concussion syndrome after that. So um it was harder than I had never really hurt my head, really blessed about that, but um I didn't really know what it was like, and so for like months I was kinda not quite right Um, but the very end of last season I finally like could go full day have no headaches Um, I was like having panic attacks it was crazy so all of that kind of subsided back to myself so I was able to train all off season um, and then this whole year so it feels good and and now getting opportunity and and playing here um, to just kind of you know like get back to what you think is like when you're playing at your best you know and Mm -hmm. and so that's been really it's been so fun and to just even play and to be available um just like the joy that comes with playing i I love soccer so it's been so fun for me
0: what was Uh, that what was it like to get a goal that was awesome and i think it's
2: also funny that it came with my head i'm like i'll take it (laughs) (laughs) um but it it felt awesome to to get my first goal is racing. and hopefully the first of many, um I wish we could have won the game, but um, to just kind of break that seal and and hopefully they just keep kind of come flood come flooding in,
1: yeah, uh, it's gonna be really good, especially after all that that time you spent injured in your in your professional career. That's I can see why you're saying like it was it felt like it was never ending. Like for for, <laughs> yeah, for an athlete like you to be out that the, way.
2: The rear view now. And so I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful to be healthy and, and for all the people that helped me to to get back. So um now it's time time to play and to enjoy it. And I definitely don't take it for granted.
0: We're well, we happy. happy to have you back.
2: <laughs> Thank you. Uh
0: so I think uh are you ready for some rapid fire questions? I think we're gonna I'm ready. Although we we have a tendency to get distracted and go on tangents, so they they maybe not might not be too rapid, rapid but we're gonna fire. ask them quickly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, Ben, you want to start us out? Yep. Favorite Louisville spot?
2: Uh, still figuring it out, but right now, uh, we I go to Close a lot. I've been close a lot.
0: It's yeah. a very really popular choice. Ah, uh, yeah, that seems to be a racing favorite. Uh, favorite month of the year?
2: I really like summer. I like Christmas, so December, but probably summer more so. June, July, August.
0: We'll, okay, we'll
1: revisit. Well, yeah, we'll revisit that question in the in the heat of July and see what you say. <laughs> um, what movie or TV show scared you the most as a kid? Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Ooh.
2: Yeah, got I magic. I still, I now I've seen all the movies, but I don't know if I've seen them in order because they scared me when I was little. <laughs> I'm a scaredy cat, though. I couldn't watch like anything that was a little remotely intense.
0: Okay, so uh, what what teams do you sp- do you follow? It can be any sport.
2: Um, I follow my husband's baseball team. Um, I follow the nwsl in general like holistically um now i'm following lucidity uh what else who else do i follow are
1: you a nuggets fan because they seem to be doing pretty well right now
2: <laughs> i wish but maybe that's <laughs> a good thing i'm a bandwagon fan does that count
1: <laughs> yeah i think everybody's a nuggets fan right now i figure with the colorado ties you'd go with that
2: i know i i really should I feel like there's probably growing up I really liked my dad's from Boston so I really liked all the Boston teams but um recently I've just we watch a lot of soccer and we watch a lot of baseball so it's kind of like teammates you kind of watch and and you root for but maybe not like a specific team.
0: That's fair. Who's your husband play sure. for?
2: Um he's in the Blue Jays organization. Cool.
1: Oh, that's cool. Good for him. Um if you weren't
2: playing soccer what would you be doing? Mm, this is a good question. I really like kids, so probably maybe teaching or or some something in those ways. I like problem solving, maybe consulting. If I could be like, I would want to be like an Olympic gymnast, gymnast. But like realistically, that is not an option. I couldn't. So I didn't have to be realistic. That. <laughs> yeah, that would be sick. I would love to do that, or maybe a professional tennis player.
0: I we'll be, cool be able to do backflips. I've always wanted to backflip. Uh, what's your favorite ice cream flavor?
2: Ooh, Depends on the store. Um, I can either go like fruity, like I like cobbler kind of flavors, you know, or I'll go like cookies and cream, you know, like the one with the most mixture of everything. I think there's like a candy bar flavor. That's been, been my favorite one with some caramel, some like Twixy stuff. So good. I like no, car-
1: Gr- Graders does have an outstanding cookies and cream. Cause that's my go-to, but honestly cookies and cream is kind of hard to mess up anyway.
2: I know it's so good. It's just yeah. always good. <gasps> I'm going to have to try it.
1: Now who's your least favorite team to play
2: against? Um, I don't know. I don't know if I have one, maybe the North Carolina. Cause that field. Um, is not my favorite field, <laughs> the great field, I just don't have the best memories, um, from college we lost and, and then just even my rookie year, I think we like played a man down for 85 minutes in like Ooh, that's July at 1.00 PM <laughs> and then hitting my head. So maybe that team or that that's field, fair enough. I
1: guess. good enough reason for me.
0: Speaking of July at 1.00 PM, would you rather play in 100 degree heat or zero degree cold?
2: zero degree cold i'm from colorado i don't mind the cold
0: you're built for that there you go yeah you guys <laughs> don't get the same kind of heat in colorado we get here it's, no, it, it's it is it's, never as humid in colorado humidity. as it gets here
2: i know but there was humidity in dc so they've been warming me up so hopefully it won't be too much a shock of a system yeah
0: i don't think a lot of people realize i mean like it people call DC the swamp, but I don't think a lot of people realize that DC actually is like a swamp. That <laughs> like it, it gets very humid uh, there.
2: It is really humid. I actually just got my hair cut here because I'm like, well, it's humidity season. I need to have as least of hair on my hair as possible.
1: Yeah, yep. We're about to get to that real ugly time. Like, you know, I've I've lived in this this like region my in my entire life, but every year the humidity like you just never adjust to it. So. <laughs> Good luck to you, you just, guys just particularly take a the bunch practice. of
2: showers. <laughs> yeah, Lots of lot,
0: right? showers. Got to change shirts all the time. It's brutal. And, uh,
1: and in my house, like I uh, like all the heat's like rising up here into to my office, and I work from home, so I'm gonna have all these fans going. It's still gonna be hot as heck. Core oh, me, right? Yeah, you're, you're gonna be hot. actually running around outside doing stuff. And me sitting here tinkering. <laughs> we train around the early,
2: They're smart. They they're so smart. We train early, so it's not too bad. I don't think.
0: Good. that's good. good. We don't need anybody we don't need anybody <laughs> passing out in practice
2: yeah no we don't need that tara our our athletic trainers wouldn't let that happen
1: oh so um we didn't ask this earlier but um about all the facilities that the uh, the team has what did you think of uh, of those when you first came
2: uh they're incredible um even just everything is so close together and and like the the food we get and just everything like uh, it is incredible
1: I was oh, going uh, to say I've heard good things food. about
2: the food yeah so good it is yeah you see I've been a little trying to figure out the best spots I might have to say that might be the best spot thus far
0: they, what's they your, uh, take care what's you your
2: favorite,
0: favorite food you've had at the the team cafeteria so far that, really they mix like it up a lot right
2: yeah they do I really like the steak and the potatoes they season those potatoes so so well they're so yummy
1: we got to get in one of those uh, one of those little visit sessions where they had the fans come and watch a practice and
2: yeah, you should eat
1: in the cafeteria. That's
0: I a good idea. I want to start pulling our weight, but we got to we got to get into that cafeteria.
1: I got to pull some strings. Been wanting to get in there forever. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, um, I don't know that I have any more questions, Zach. What about you? Anything else that you want to to go over?
0: No. Thank you so much for coming and talking to us, Jordan.
2: Yeah, this is fun. Thanks for having me.
1: Yeah, we really appreciate your time and, and kind of thanks for, for sharing your story and your experiences and whatnot. We're glad to have you as a part of the team and wish you guys luck against uh, San Diego this Friday. I'll be there Thank in attendance you, and I hope, I hope we get a bunch of other people there too.
2: Yeah, hype it up. Give Come me good on, one. we get people. The more the merrier.
1: Yeah, fill the fam. So. All right, listeners, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Amos Murados. We will be next week. Until then, catch you later. Bye, y'all.